Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hi, everybody. I'm Kelsey Nixon, and this is Kitchen Prescription, the podcast you listen to when you don't know what to make for dinner. Today is episode 41, Making a Greatest Hits List. Now, typically when you hear a greatest hits list, we think of music, right? But I am talking about a greatest hits list of recipes. The recipes that you know that if you make them, everyone in your family will eat them. Um, or at least most of the people in your family will eat them. Because I think it is so important, especially when you are in it and you are feeling the stress and struggle of making dinner regularly, you have got to have a list that's an easy reference for you to make dinner happen easily. So we're going to talk about how to make that list. Maybe you have one, maybe you have had one in the past, or you've never done it before. And I'm going to walk you through the simple steps to make a greatest hits list, where you should store it, how you should use it, and so forth. But first, we're going to run through three simple recipes you could throw on your meal plan this week if you're stuck trying to decide what to make for dinner. All right, first up, it's a busy week for me. I actually have to travel for work, and so I'm trying to set my family up for success since I'll be out. So in Recipe Club this month, we have a guest contributor, Betsy from Betsy's Best Bets. She's incredible, such a fun follow on Instagram. She happens to be my sister-in-law, and she has this famous dinner roll recipe that for the 20 years that I have known her, she has been making almost every Sunday for her family, and she is just known for these rolls. And so I asked her if she would bring the rolls into Recipe Club and share with everyone, and they are so delicious. We were actually, we did some baking this weekend. It's been raining like crazy in California. And so we were inside. I was with my kids. And so I, I made a batch of rolls and then I made some and I froze them to put them in the freezer so that my family could have them um, this week with dinner. So the first recipe on our plan is we're going to have Betsy's dinner rolls and a rotisserie chicken and a bagged salad mix. So this is one of those like Super shortcut dinners I'll do when I am going to be out of town. I typically do a Costco order 
every one or two weeks. And when I do a Costco order, I always get a $5 rotisserie chicken and one of their bag salad mixes. They've got some really great ones. They've got a Mediterranean salad mix. They've got a kale crunch salad mix that's great. And they're big and it's great. So sometimes I add the rotisserie chicken into the salad and make kind of a grain bowl. Sometimes I'll just slice the rotisserie chicken and serve it alongside it, which I have a fantastic reel for that at the top of my Instagram profile if you need help breaking down a rotisserie chicken. But we are going to elevate our rotisserie chicken salad game with fresh rolls. So since they've already been made and they are stuck in the freezer, all Robbie has to do is pull them out at the beginning of the day, let them rise, pop them in the oven, and then we've got the rotisserie chicken and the salad. So that's one of the meals my family's going to have while I'm gone. And they are going to be thanking me when they have those yummy homemade rolls. And the second recipe is my skillet chicken pot pie. This is hands down one of my most popular recipes. People love it. It's You do a drop biscuit on top of this skillet chicken pot pie. It all happens in one dish, which makes it really easy to clean up. But it is hearty. It is perfect for January. Um, makes great leftovers. I can easily deconstruct it for my kids where I give them just the biscuit and some carrots and some shredded chicken. In fact, what I'm going to do is because we won't eat, my family won't eat an entire rotisserie chicken. Um, so I will take the rest of that rotisserie chicken and shred it to use it in this skillet chicken pot pie recipe. So I kind of got a two for one there. And then the last recipe, I always do a five ingredient recipe every week, um, typically on Thursdays because that's our family's craziest day with extracurriculars. And so I'm going to make my five ingredient maple mustard salmon. So yummy, truly just five ingredients. And if you don't like salmon, you can do this exact same recipe with chicken breasts or chicken thighs and it works great. I've also done it with pork tenderloin. So these are the recipes. They're all in recipe club, the five ingredient recipes on Instagram, but they are very simple. If you are looking for an even more exhaustive plan, you can get my weekly and monthly meal plans in recipe club where you'll find these three recipes written exactly on my meal plan for the week. Or you can build out your own plan by letting the ingredients you have on hand in your pantry, fridge, freezer, kind of determine what you'll make for the week. All right, let's jump into the back half of the podcast and discuss how to make a greatest hits list. So I know that there's probably many of you who are listening who are in a busy season of life for whatever reason. You may be raising teenagers, you may have toddlers at home, you may be traveling a bunch for work, whatever it is, you may just feel a bit overwhelmed and underwater when it comes to making dinner regularly. But if you're anything like me, you still want to prioritize that, not only because it saves you money, not only because it tends to be a bit healthier than eating out all the time, but also the most important part for me is the connection. Whether I'm connecting just with my partner or my kids, whatever it is, I want to make dinner a priority, but we all know it's hard and we have to kind of fight for it. So here is my approach in general to meal planning during these busy seasons of life. You're going to cook the recipes you know and one new recipe each week to keep things fresh. To me, this is a pro move. This is the way I like to do it. So I have kind of this pool of a master list of recipes that I know really well. I don't feel intimidated by these recipes. I feel excited to make these recipes. That's my core list. 
Then I like to make one new recipe a week. And that's where Recipe Club was kind of developed because I wanted to provide five new recipes every month that kept things exciting so you didn't feel like you were making the exact same things over and over again. And for me, anytime I make a new recipe, I always do it on Sunday because Sunday tends to be the slowest day for my family. It's the day that everyone is home. So if I do need to spend more time in the kitchen, I've got my husband there for sure who can help out with kids. And I'm able to enjoy cooking a bit more on Sundays because of that slightly slower pace and just less obligations. For whatever reason, my family has deemed it our greatest hits list. And it is essentially a list that I update seasonally, winter, summer, spring, and fall, that is composed of, I would say, anywhere between 15 to 20 recipes that people are excited about at that time. And so I want to talk about how I like to approach it, where I store it, um, and maybe some extra credit if you really want to take it to the next level. So let's talk about how I approach it. So Rather than me guessing, what I don't do is I don't sit down and open up all the cookbooks and pick 15 recipes that look exciting to me. Or what I don't do is go to my favorite food blog and pull 15 recipes. No, no, no. These are recipes you have made before. There should be nothing on your greatest hits list that you're making for the first time. If you like to keep it fresh, then pick one day a week where you're going to make a new recipe, but do not put a bunch of new recipes on this list. So the way I suggest approaching it is you go to the people in your household. You go to the people in your household and say, hey, I'm making our winter list or I'm making our spring list. What are two or three recipes right now that you love when I make it? And then your family members are going to give you those recipes. Those recipes are going to go on your list. So I did this with my family this week, and I wanted to share with you what they picked. So I first went to my husband, Robbie, and I said, okay, I'm making the list. What do you want on the list? Uh, Skillet chicken pot pie was one of them, which is something we're making this week. The Italian sausage and white bean soup was another one. And then the sheet pan Greek chicken. So I said, great. And I know that all three of those recipes, if my kids won't eat them as is, I can deconstruct them enough so that they're good. Then I went to Ollie or Oliver, my 10 year old. And I said, Ollie, make on the list. What's on the list? He chose baked ziti, chili and cornbread, and just pasta and sauce. And I said, great. And guess what? Pasta and sauce, that's a recipe. That's a recipe. And especially on extra crazy nights, I know that that is a meal I can rely on and it's simple and easy and and ready to go. All right, then I went to Nora and Nora is so funny. <laughs> she said, she said pretzel chicken, which she always says. I have a sheet pan pretzel chicken that's really yummy. And then she said homemade Lunchables, which is kind of just like a snack board supper night where we do crackers and cheese and everything like that. And you know what I put on the list? I put homemade Lunchable on the list because I knew that's something she could be excited about. Then I picked a few other things that I know that they didn't say, but I know that when I make them, they tend to be hits. We have this cheesy broccoli skillet that my family really likes. Um, We have some skillet nachos that they like. Um, So I just kind of picked a couple of those things to fill out the rest of our list. Now, once the list has been made, This is where I like to store it. I store both a digital copy and a physical copy. So the digital copy is in 
my notes app or I really like an app called Google Keep. Um, that's something I use frequently. It's got check boxes, which I really like. I put the list in that digital space. Then I also copy and paste that and I put it in a Google Doc, I print it out, and that goes on our family bulletin board or a magnet to the front of the fridge. You have to make it visible. You have to remind yourself that it exists. And it's really important. I've done this before where I've just kept it digitally in my phone. It doesn't work as well. It doesn't work as well. Make it as easy for yourself as possible. I already mentioned that I like to switch it up seasonally. So I typically do it right after the new year begins, right after Easter. Then I typically do it for summer and then fall, winter. So each time we have big shifts in our family schedule, that's when I, I like to switch things up. And that tends to work well. And even in my notes app now, I have the winter, summer, spring, and fall list. So I can even look at what we were making last winter or last summer. And that kind of helps give me some guidance as well. Like, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that grilled pork tenderloin with the peach barbecue sauce that we loved in the summer. Let me ask my family if they'd be into that. Now, this is the extra credit part. Once you have determined what those 10, 15, 20 recipes are, I really want to encourage you to print them out and keep them in a binder. Now look, you could even have a binder that said winter, summer, spring, and fall that had these recipes because I find time and time again as I talk to members in Recipe Club and with my community on Instagram, almost everyone prefers cooking from a hard copy. I think it's easier. I think it's not only easier when you're actually cooking, but I think it's much easier when you're planning, when you're sitting down to try and establish that meal planning habit. I think it's easier to make your shopping list and all of those good things. So try this. Make the list. Determine what those recipes are. Take an hour on a Sunday. Write them out. Print them out. Put them in a binder. Put them in a place where it's easy for you to see, easy for it to be accessible, and just see how it goes. My guess is you're going to find that cooking feels a lot more manageable and a lot easier. Now, I also want to mention one other idea, and this works well for some personalities and not as well for other personalities. And we actually had my friend Miranda on the podcast a couple of months ago talking about this. But if you are feeling like you just need as much direction and guidance as possible, you could take a weekly meal plan, and we have some of those in Recipe Club if you just want me to make all the decisions for you, and you could repeat that meal plan each week. Or you could have two meal plans that you alternate every other week, and then you could have those set shopping lists and do that. So that's another way of creating like a, a winter meal plan, spring meal plan, where there's maybe a little bit less choice, but I know that works really well for some people. So if that's you, sit down, Pick your three winter meal plans, write them on the calendar for when you're going to rotate through them, and then you've made those decisions. That's totally something that you could try. And maybe you do leave one open space for one new recipe each week, or maybe it's just one new recipe a month, or two new recipes a month, or something along those lines. But I think those are two great approaches, either having that greatest hits list or having some set seasonal meal plans that can help you get dinner on the table a bit more easily. Thanks so much for being here this week. I want to take just a final moment to celebrate a real-life recipe success of the week. It's Shelly, who wrote in a recent Instagram DM. It was so nice. She said, I made dinner for the first time in three weeks, and I can't believe how good it felt. 
Up until this point, I was so burned out and so sick of making dinner. I needed to take a break for the holidays and I made one of your recipe club recipes and I felt amazing. My family loved it and it reminded me how much I love gathering around the table. Thanks for all your great ideas and recipe club. Shelly, I feel this. And the reason I wanted to share this is because I think Shelly brings up a great point. Sometimes you are just in a state of burnout and you do need to take a break and you need to rely on the Trader Joe's frozen foods aisle for a few weeks. And that's okay. It's okay. And it does feel so good once you get back into the kitchen and you start establishing this routine of getting your family back to the table. The time that I remember this having the greatest impact on me is years ago, 2015. I We'd gone through something tragic as a family and I was in an awful state of depression. I was trying to pull myself out of it and I had to give my pers- myself permission to just not do the cooking thing. And I didn't for a couple of months. And I finally got back to the kitchen slowly. I remember I would just cook dinner on Sundays and it was one day at a time. And I remember how much I enjoyed that act of sitting down and breaking bread with the people that I love. And I slowly got back into that place of really enjoying cooking again. So even for someone like me, that does this for their profession, that has tons of experience doing it. I feel that burnout at times too. So Shelly, I'm so glad you're back. (laughs) We've got lots of great recipes for you. I hope you have um, a nice, you know, simple system set up to take you through 2023. But thank you so much for, for writing in with this. All right. Thanks again for being here, you guys. And until next time, I'm Kelsey. See you next week. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.